This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. The 20-year-long war in Afghanistan, that was the last major assignment for U.S. troops. It ended in chaos, confusion, and the collapse of a country. Now the mighty American military has a new mission, protecting Europe. That's right, Europe could become the next battleground. It already is with Ukraine, but the war in Ukraine has proved to be a security nightmare for the EU. It has no option but to prepare for a wider conflict. America agrees with this assessment, so it will ramp up U.S. forces in Europe. The U.K. and Germany say they will contribute too. The result is this, a massive build-up on NATO's eastern flank. Why now, you may ask? Is Europe afraid that Russia will attack beyond Ukraine? What is their threat assessment? In the next four minutes, we'll discuss. First, let's listen to Joe Biden. This is the U.S. president announcing fresh American deployments in Europe. We've reaffirmed that our Article 5 commitment is sacred, and an attack on one is an attack on all, and we will defend every inch of NATO territory. Every inch of NATO territory. Together, our allies, we're going to make up sure that NATO is ready to meet threats from all directions across every domain, land, air, and the sea. In a moment when Putin has shattered peace in Europe uh, and attacked the very very tenets of rule-based order, the United States and our allies, we're going to step up. We're stepping up. We're proving that NATO is more needed now than it ever has been, and it's as important as it ever has been. This was Biden's assessment. He said this during the NATO summit in Madrid yesterday. Today was the final day of that summit. America has made two clear conclusions. Number one, Putin cannot be trusted. And number two, America's allies feel threatened. And that gives Joe Biden a reason to mobilize his military. So where will American troops be deployed? Let's give you a breakdown. A brigade will be stationed in Romania. 2,000 American troops will be deployed here. Plus 3,000 soldiers will be stationed in Romania on a rotational basis. So that means a total deployment of 5,000 troops. Next is the United Kingdom. It will host two squadrons of American F-35 fighters. The third location is Spain. Two American Navy destroyers will be moved there. Remember, Spain already has four American destroyers, so now it will have a total of six. America is deploying air defense systems too. They will be sent to Italy and Germany. But their biggest move will be in Poland. Here, the U.S. is planning a permanent military headquarters. The 5th Army Corps of the U.S. military will be stationed in Poland. This is a combat force. And here's something you should know. The U.S. already has over 100,000 troops in Europe. Before Russia's invasion of Ukraine, they had 80,000 troops in Europe. When Russia attacked, the U.S. sent another 20,000, so a total of 100,000. Now it will add more. The United Kingdom and Germany are also committing more resources. The UK will send an extra 1,000 troops to Estonia. They already have 2,000 soldiers there. London will also keep warplanes and an aircraft carrier on standby. What about Germany? Reports say the Germans will commit a brigade-sized force to Lithuania. So NATO is now effectively moving into an aggressive posture. What does it look like? Let me show you. On your screen is NATO's eastern flank. You can call this the front line of NATO. This is what Europe needs to defend if there is a war with Russia. 
The focus here is on eight countries, Estonia, Poland, Slovakia, Hungary, Latvia, Lithuania, Romania and Bulgaria. Now NATO has a strong presence across this region. How many troops are we talking about? At least 324,000 soldiers, 3,24,000 soldiers. These are soldiers of the host country and allied nations, meaning these are NATO forces, plus their air defense equipment. So NATO now has some serious firepower on its eastern flank, and this is a very big shift. A few months back, NATO was facing an existential crisis. French President Emmanuel Macron had called this alliance brain dead. That's the term he used, brain dead. NATO lacked an identity and a purpose. Some years back, even Putin wanted to join NATO. He wanted a NATO membership. That should tell you something about how things were back then. Putin said, Russia is a part of European culture. Well, that was then. Look at how things have shaped up now. The same Putin is NATO's enemy number one, the man who has single-handedly galvanized it. So NATO is expanding, getting more members and deploying more troops. How do you think Putin responded? He said this shows their imperial ambitions. It is a means to protect their own interests, that is, with the hands of Ukrainians and the Ukrainian people. NATO members and leading NATO countries simply want to assert themselves, further assert their role in the world, confirm the leadership of their hegemony in the trust sense of the word, their imperial ambitions. Putin had a message for Sweden and Finland too. Their entry into NATO is now just a matter of time. Putin said he has no problems with NATO's expansion, but if they deploy infrastructure in Finland and Sweden, he would respond differently. That's what he said. He has vowed to match NATO's deployments. As for Sweden and Finland, we do not have such problems with them that we have with Ukraine. Unfortunately, we have no territorial issues or disputes. We have nothing to worry about in terms of membership of Finland and Sweden in NATO. Well, they want it, please. They only must clearly understand that there were no threats to them before. Now, if military contingents and infrastructure are deployed there, we will have to respond in a mirror manner. What would a Russian mirror deployment mean? More missiles, more warships, even nuclear weapons. Russia may have made the NATO stronger, but Putin will not shy away from sending a message. This conflict is only intensifying. 